the college football experience week three DFS show on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use the promo code CFBX on your first purchase for to save $20. Yes, download the Game Time app. Use that promo code CFBX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes, play Underdog, pick them in whether in college or NFL, and win up to twenty times the amount of money you can enter in one game. Use the promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And as always, remember to let it ride. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Show, oh, I mean, we got a loaded light. We we got we got games on Thursday. We got games on Friday. We got games on Saturday. Four slates, and we're here to break it all down for you. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, that's fair. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists. And lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price. But no one touches Dundee. Oh, it's just a better day when you wake up and you know you got games coming on. Exciting times. And I'm here for it. I am joined by the DFS God himself, and we invite you to come play DFS with us just for a couple of bucks. Trash talking rights, essentially, maybe a beer down at the pub. Uh, give it up for the DFS God himself, the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, man? I mean, it's today. We got games today. We got a lot. I don't want to hear complaints. Complaints about the quality of the games. It's not as good as week two, but it, especially the weekday games, maybe not the greatest, but it's another week of football, another chance to bet more, to play more DFS, to win more. Yes. Yes. And uh, you know, I mean, I, I feel like I kind of like the Friday slate. The Friday slate's not bad. I'm with you. It's three games. You got, Two P 
P5s. You got some really good G5s. All three games should be relatively close. There's no like, you know, Miami versus Bethune Cookman's like Thursday night. So sure, I like it. Um they need a a if they're listening, next time add the FCS game. We got one Friday FCS game. You could add that in and it's a little more fun. A little Seriously, more come on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we got uh, two games tonight. Surprise. They did put Bethune Cookman, Miami on the slate, uh, as, as well as uh, obviously Navy Memphis at the Liberty bowl. Uh, then obviously Friday, you got the three games we just talked about and Saturday, full slate morning and night. We're going to break it all down for you folks. Um, I wanted to t- touch base though. Just before we got some breaking news, Jay Norvell, do you see, do you see what Jay, Jay Norvell, what are you doing? Why would you do this? I feel like this changes my pick. I don't understand the hatred for Dion. Yeah. Are they jealous? Are they jealous that the attention he's getting? Are they jealous that he's been able to turn a program around so quickly and they haven't been able to, I don't understand it, but that's the last thing you want to do as a head coach. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so basically, now. basically calling out his mother, like, uh, Jay Norvell saying, I sat down with ESPN today and guess what I did? I took my hat off and my glasses off. And I said, when I talk, uh, and I said, when I talk to grownups, I take my hat and glasses off that could, because that's what my mother taught me. Um, I'm laying the 23 now with Colorado. I don't blame you yeah. for switching, man. Cause yeah. Diaz making a list, right? He's checking <laughs> it twice. He's like Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> like that one's the most personal of any of them. I think for sure. Yeah. For sure. He's he's saying that that Dion is disrespectful and wasn't raised right. Yeah, which is hilarious because he's I mean DJ Dion's definitely coaching his kids through he's been coaching them since grade school. And he's done a lot school. of good things for yeah. a lot of, of young men. You know, it's just just to have that big of a stick up your ass to to say that. Like I, I don't man, you know, it's just it's crazy to say that out loud in public. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know? and look, Jay Norvell played safety in the NFL. He was on the the Bears with, you know, Buddy Ryan. Maybe I mean you would think he would understand it a little bit more because he he was a he was a pro and a defensive back too. So I don't know. This is a this is a I don't know what the hell he's thinking. Now I understand that the whole state of Colorado where Norvell resides is talking Dion. They're not talking about CSU. So maybe, he's may, maybe he's a little upset, but yeah, Well, you know what? They sucked last year. So why should they be talking Colorado yeah, state? Exactly. Well, Colorado sucked too, but yeah, yeah. I, but I, so far this yeah. year, they've looked pretty good. Yeah, very true. <laughs> and Colorado and, state, not they, they, they haven't yet. So and, and why Deion should Sanders, anybody be talking Colorado state? Yeah. And Deion Sanders is a hall of fame cornerback and uh, a very good baseball player. <laughs> yeah. So, One of the most uh, recognizable people in the nineties Yeah. On, yeah. in America. <laughs> yeah. And uh, again, now again, the most recognizable people in America, especially yeah. when he's wearing the cowboy hat. Yeah, <laughs> very true. <laughs> I love the cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> it's the closest thing we can get to bum Phillips is Deion Sanders. <laughs> I would have never guessed. I would have never guessed that a long time ago, but here we are. Um, all right, look, before we get into Thursday night's action, I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience DFS show for week three is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, football is back in full swing with another week of epic games. And who's got you covered on the action for every single one of them? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the National Football League. Uh, new customers can bet just five dollars on football and get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. Get in on the NFL Week Two action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use that promo code SGP to sign up. New customers can bet just five dollars and take home two hundred 
instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Paid specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Yes, buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be that stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all things around around town, sports, music, comedy, and theater that will be near you. Uh, with with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you'll be having at that very event. Uh, so forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Uh, so. And they have the game time guarantee, which means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section in a row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. So download the game time app, create an account, use that promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Once again, terms apply. Create that account, CFBX for $20 off. Download the game time app. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. All right, we are back on the college football experience DFS show, and I uh, I got an interesting strategy that I'm using here. Uh, it in my play for Thursday night. Once again, we have two college games. Uh, there is an NFL game, but so three games in t- in total, football wise. But uh, two yeah, that'd college be games. If you could, if, if DraftKings would do like the the NFL game and the college in one slate. Yeah, that, why don't, that'd be kind of fun, wouldn't yeah. it? That'd be wild. Yeah, why not? Why yeah. not? Football and, and FCS. Let's go. Yeah, why not? More yeah. games are better, right? Yeah, the more exactly. chances, the more. Yeah, you would think. You would think. Why? I mean, I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. But um, uh, so you got Bethune Cookman, who's terrible in the FCS, heading into heading into Miami or Coral Gables, whatever the hell Miami Gardens Hard Rock Hotel. Um, and let we, me ask you this real quick though. Last night, I think I thought you said the spread was sixty or something. Yeah. That's what I got. I'm showing 51 and a half on ESPN right now. Wow. So we got over under of 59 and a line of Miami minus 51 and a half, which that sounds like, cause remember on our pick show, I said, b- before you gave out that, that line, I said, is it over or under 50? Cause I thought it would be right around 50 or so. I so, mean, I, uh, I got my numbers now. Granted, these can be bet down like FCS, oh yeah, FCS lines, ones. Yeah. But move quickly. mine were as of, I think they, they, they did that on Monday or Tuesday. Um, we have a direct line to the odds makers essentially. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe it got bet down um, either way. Either way, Miami has an implied total of more than 50 points. So you're probably not going to want to roster anybody on Bethune cookman and the other game. Uh, I see a, a line now of, of Memphis minus 13 and a half. So it's dipped under two touchdowns and over under 47. Now I did see rain for Miami, Miami, Florida. Is that does that scare you a little bit? I mean, it's Miami, and it's yeah. still summer, so it doesn't rain every day. <laughs> true, very true. They should be used to it. But look, so my I had an interesting strategy here. Did you do two quarter uh, two quarterbacks? I did, and again, you don't want anybody on Bethune Cookman, I don't think. So really, you only have three choices. That's Van Dyke for Miami, who I went with. Did you not? No, I did, but I think you might be surprised about my strategy. Did you, did you go with the backup quarterback for Miami? Both Miami quarterbacks was my play. <laughs> well, look, I mean, I like it because when there's only two games, you have to differentiate yourself somehow. 
So, you know, I, I rostered Hennigan for Memphis, uh, by the way, in that game last year, Hennigan threw the, the, um, Memphis Navy game, he threw for over 400 and a couple of touchdowns. So I think Hennigan's in store for a big game. So that was my direction, but I guess you could go with the Navy quarterback, uh, Ty Lavatai or, or get, get, get clever and, and go with Miami's backup. Yeah. And look, if you watch that uh, Miami red Hawk game, Emory Williams came in, he was three for three. This guy hasn't thrown an incompletion all, all, and 14 yards of completion, <laughs> stretching the ball <laughs> down the field. Uh, well, my guess is that Miami's up 35, nothing at halftime. I think it might be the first quarter. They might be up 35. <laughs> so there's a, a good chance. Van Dyke only plays the first half. I think with, with most blowouts, the starters play three quarters, but this one might be that bad where it's where they really only play a half. So it's, 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 it's not a bad play. I like it. And I got, I figured like a lot, not a lot of people will be doing it until they listen to this episode. So you're going to have some inside, you're going to have some inside Iggy. All right. So, but the question is, I mean, like, so how expensive was the backup quarterback? Uh, he was forty five hundred. So, you do you have extra money? Because I I have a ton of extra I money. Have, and I have I two thousand extra. Okay, so I mean, I, I rostered Hennigan, who, like I said, had a had a great game against Navy last year. I I think Hennigan's going to put up more points than your your backup. Pretty sure uh, about that. We'll see because <laughs> Navy had a top thirty defense a year ago. They returned nine of the eleven on the defensive side of the ball. They got top three defense allowed Hennigan to to throw for over 400 last year. Yeah. But those guys are all back and Hennigan's some of his weapons are now at South Carolina now at Ole Miss. So, uh, and um, I think uh, the fact that, you know, that they got pushed around by Notre Dame doesn't really mean anything to me because Memphis is more like, more like Wagner than they are Notre Dame. Um, (laughs) That's that's a, yeah, that's harsh. Uh, all right. So uh, moving on from quarterback, did you go? Uh, I, I went three running backs. You three running backs, three running how many backs. Of them, how many of them are on the you? <laughs> uh, just, just Parrish, who, who, by the way, was a late switch on my DFS lineup last week. Or was that? Yeah, no, two weeks ago against Miami, Miami, Ohio. Whew, yeah. He lit it up. Um, He's a beast. He's their RB one. Uh, now Miami does have four running backs that on the year have between 10 and 19 carries. Henry Parrish is definitely their RB one, but a lot of other guys get touches. I did not go Parrish because he might only play the first quarter. I, I completely <laughs> agree, but this, the, what the backup's questionable. So it makes it right. It so makes Mark it Fletcher very is, shaky. Mark Fletcher jr. Is questionable. So I, I didn't want any parts of him either because why rush him back from an from a injury. So the, the guys I went with were Donald Cheney jr. For 4.6 K and a Jai Allen for 4.7. See, I, so I, I thought got, lo- long and hard about Allen. I actually yeah. had it. I had him on my roster for a second, but then I'm like, what happens if the other guy plays? He's questionable. There's a chance he could play. I don't know. You know, like I, there's too many cooks in the kitchen. I'll go with Parrish to have a great first quarter, uh, 80 <laughs> yards and a touchdown in the first quarter. And out, That's out very, of the game. very, very yeah. possible. Um, so, so you had two hurricane running backs. Yep. I got two bullets in that uh, hurricane backfield. Well, I went to, uh, so my, my, my second running back, I'm taking you to Blake Watson, the former old dominion monarch finally played the music. Well, I, I guess you could have played the music with Van Dyke too. That's true. We got, there we go. There we go. Loading up with Blake Watson from the Sunbelt to the AAC. He's going to produce. I completely agree. He ran for over a thousand yards a couple of years ago. 
Uh, Sutton Smith also gets carries, but again, Blake Watson is their RB one. And we saw Notre Dame have all that success on the ground against Navy. I think Memphis will too. Uh, I, 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 my final running back is Daba Fofana. The, 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 by far the <laughs> leading rusher for Notre Dame, as far as I'm sorry, I'm sorry for Navy as uh, as far as carries the yes, they have Brandon Chapman, but Fafana's almost doubled his, his, you know, this is kind of different. Normally Navy's got like 30 backs that have like the same amount of carries, but switching this Kennesaw offense, Fofana is clearly the guy uh, 23 rushes, as opposed to the closest other backup running back would be 13 with Brandon Chapman. So I took a shot on Fofana. I'm not sold on this Memphis defense being any good. I just think the fact that they played Bethune Cookman in Arkansas State. So I think there might be some room for some success for the Navy offense. I just think it's always a gamble when you roster and DFS wise anybody on the service academies. Because you never really know who's gonna get the most touches. You know, if the defense sells out against the fullback, then the tailbacks will get more and vice versa. I didn't touch Fofana. I don't mind the play last year. He had nine carries for 15 yards against Memphis, but I, I know that the offense is a little bit different this year. Um, I don't mind the play, but um, I didn't roster him. I'm done with running back. Cause I rostered two hurricanes. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, by um, the way, I don't have, I don't have anybody on Navy. I don't have anybody on Navy or Bethune cookman. So my whole roster is Memphis and Miami. Um. Okay. Well, let's let's talk about it because uh who's your top wideout? All right, so I got two guys on Miami again. <laughs> Miami has three receivers who have damn near identical stats. I went with two of them, and that is Xavier Restrepo for 6.2k. Got him on my roster as well, buddy. And Colby Young for 6k. Yeah, I I only I only got one. I only got one because uh, to contradict myself on Hennigan, my other two are Memphis wideouts. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, so, but the the uh, the one Miami receiver I didn't roster was Jacoby George. Um, I couldn't fit all three of them in there. It's kind of a guessing game as to who's going to put up stats in the first half. All three of them might be able to. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, you might be right there. Um, I mean, it's hard to tell in both these games, but so my Memphis wideout stack is uh Tusky dove. Who's got this guy's averaging 31 yards a catch. Talk about a home run threat. And then uh, Demir the Missouri transfer, right? Yeah. And then Demir uh, Blankumsey, who's, who's their leading wideout uh, as far the Toledo as Toledo transfer. Yeah. I mean the, the they have a possession wideout that I almost rostered. I almost went with, with three Memphis wideouts because Rock Taylor is kind of undervalued, but and they'll I, probably play the whole game too. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to Miami's guys, and we saw we saw how much I've been saying the 400 yards from uh, you know passing from last year. So my last guy is a Memphis receiver, but he's none of the guys you mentioned. I'm going Joseph Skates for 5k, the um, leading returning receiver on this team. And he missed week one. And the reason why I'm going with him is that I I think he's Hennigan's favorite target. Like you saw dove who had three catches week one. Well, when skates came back, he only had one catch last week. You saw uh, Blake MC have six catches week one week two, just one catch. So I don't, I'm not quite sure about dove. Let me ask you something though. They were up, I think 31, nothing at halftime. Did they bench them? (laughs) 
I don't know. I wasn't watching the game, you know? So, so skates missed week one, came back week two, went two for 49 and a touchdown. Um, I, my guess is that skates has the best game because I had the money to roster any, any of these guys. Maybe your strategy is right. Maybe grab two of them. If you're not sure that was, that's kind of what I did with Miami. Um, so I couldn't with Memphis, but uh, I'm going skates here. And if you want a side bet, pick the Memphis receiver of your choice and we'll go head to head with skates. No, I'm going dove because look, I know uh, Blankumsy has uh more catches, but Dove's averaging 31 yards a catch. If you're not look, uh what's uh Silverfish, if you're not if you're not putting a plan together to get someone the ball who's averaging 31 yards a catch, you have failed. All right. And I know Skates is averaging 24 yards a catch, but I don't I don't care. Four for 124. No. Get out of here. Well, speaking of side bets, we kind of forgot to recap last week, and and we had seven side bets, and and you won four of them. The record was four to three, I believe. So, bottle of bourbon coming your way. Congratulations there. Well, I mean, the 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 obvious play was the Louisville Jawar Jordan, just oh, yeah. just career career day. Yeah, yeah. You know what? The, the one that killed me was Altmaier beating beating Jackson because because really Altmaier had done nothing through through three quarters, and then he rips off like a sixty yard touchdown run in the fourth quarter, <laughs> kind of in garbage time. You know, so I think it was but, a seventy yard touchdown. It was like yeah, 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 exactly, something like that. But uh, overall, how'd you do DFS wise? I did all right. I was actually, I mean, dude, I was in a, a lineup besides our own little one that was making some cash. Uh, before I had a goose egg though, someone didn't play for me. Mm. Who was it? So I was, it was almost like uh, I thought I was going to have a pretty good roster before the, uh, like a shot at making a couple hundred bucks before someone didn't play in the late night slate. Oh, was it Holani? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That, that, that's what cost me. And and actually, I didn't realize that when I graded you winning four to three, because the the side bet was Genty versus Holani. So actually that one didn't count. So actually you won four to two. You got two bottles of bourbon. Your way. Now, um, on the other hand, I might, I may have not have done so hot on the side bets, but I crushed it. I, I won our main slate. I came second in our night slate, and just like you, I entered some other ones also, and I, I cashed every lineup that I placed. Saturday that's why you listen, folks. On Saturday, Friday night, not so great, but Saturday, I did a pretty nice little weeks uh, on the on the DFS front and, and on I, the betting front. And I believe I texted you early Saturday morning saying, "Get Michael Pratt out of that lineup." Yep, yep, I saw it too. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate it because sometimes I don't see it, but yeah, I saw it. And at first, I was thinking he still might play, but I pivoted to um, Kansas State's quarterback. He had a very nice day, Will Howard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, all right, look, we're gonna jump into Friday's action, but before we do that, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Yes, win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay into the Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. Uh, to get hit rates broken down leg by leg, a uh, uh, part of your parlay, uh, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Uh, sort all players by the hit rate for any bet, and uh, learn which players are, are hot and which player you know which picks perhaps have value. Uh, so stop betting in the dark and join over thirty thousand users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. 
Download the Hall of Fame Bets app now or visit HOFBets.com and use the promo code SGPN for 50% off your first month today. Start researching uh, and start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Yes. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. You can win up to 20 times the amount of money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you could win with real money. I was looking at this right now. I kind of like, what do you think of this NC Nick underdog fantasy? I'm, I'm going to go over one and a half touchdowns with Graham Mertz at home in the swamp against Joe Milton and the, the Tennessee volunteers. I like it. Bo Nix over two and a half passing touchdowns against the Hawaii rainbow warriors in Eugene on Saturday. I like it. And then this guy is a stud wide out that I feel like the country hasn't learned about Xavier Gilroy an Idaho state transfer. Who was a beast in the big sky a year ago, transferred into Arizona state. They're playing Fresno. I expect high octane offense back and forth. Uh, so over 50 and a half yards for Arizona state's top wide out. Doesn't sound too bad at all, man. Yeah. So folks, let me give you a quick one for Friday night. Just okay. a, a two, a two pick. Cause there's only one game. I think uh, Malik Washington, UVA's receiver over 47 and a half yards. Corey Dykes, the uh, Maryland tight end over 34 and a half yards. There we go. Oh. See, that's the type of stuff you can get on underdog fantasy folks. Highly recommend you check it out. Uh, so watch along, make your picks and maybe make a little extra cash over on underdogs, mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. Um, when you sign up the, uh, with the promo code SGPN underdog will double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's underdog fantasy promo code S G P N. All right. We are back on the college football experience. Time to hop in the Fridays. Uh, this was one of my favorite ones. I think Friday and Saturday morning were my favorites. I did not really enjoy the Saturday night slate. Um, really? Yeah. How about you? I think Saturday night might be my favorite. Okay. Okay. I like both on Saturday. I, I actually, I, this one I struggled with some. Um. All right. Well, did you roster two quarterbacks? I did, and um, just a couple of quick things. I can't roster Frank Harris at this point. Like I mentioned last night, Wednesday, two days before the game, he's in a a walking boot. He's questionable. I, I can't roll the dice. I don't know. You know, in college, it's, sometimes it's, it's hard to get good updates. You might not hear until like ten minutes before the uh, snap if he's playing or not. So uh, that's one guy I couldn't roster. Did you roster Harris? No, I, I actually only did one quarterback because of the wow. situation with UTSA. You know, I know you have what's what's your what's our guy's name? The backup. <laughs> uh, what is it? Again? I'm drawing a blank I, on it right now. I just now. put it on. Uh, I just put it on Twitter, didn't I? But uh, they 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 have uh, they have Josh McCown's son, Owen McCown, who did. This is what's interesting. Is this guy has and, not. And you're talking about Eddie Lee Marburger. <laughs> yeah, Eddie, greatest name in college football. Eddie Lee Marburger uh, is someone that I think you know. He he's he's played a couple plays, I believe in the season so far for UTSA. So the lean is that he'll probably start, which is a bit perplexing because McCown has starting experience at Colorado. Yeah. Um, you would think, but it's too much of an enigma to me. If Harris doesn't get to go. Exactly. So I, and also on that same note, before you say who you're drafting, cause I don't think it's this guy, I can't spend 9.6 K on Talia tag Viola. There's no way he's not the best quarterback plan on Friday night. Hey, he's just not that good. 
uh, you know, he, he only put up 15 fancy points against Charlotte. The dude is not very productive when it comes to college fantasy football, DFS, you name it. So I can't spend 9.6 K on him. No way. They're mispricing a guy that I think is, uh, is a very good player. Cooper Lagas. Yes. Uh, Play the chance? music. Yeah, there we go. At, there we go. Cooper Lagas at a quarterback, Utah state. I had a chance to meet Cooper and interview him uh, this offseason at mountain West media day. Nice guy. And uh, look, I think one of the more impressive stat lines is what he did against what he did against Iowa. Yeah. You know, uh, 32 of 48, 213 yards, one touchdown, one interception. That's impressive to me against Iowa. And last week they were beating Idaho state so bad. He didn't have to play that much, but he was 14 of 16, 125 yards, two touchdowns. Um, and another thing is this is a guy that does things with the, the rushing attack. He kind of reminds me of a poor, a poor man's like Mark Brunell or Steve young. Um, but I think, uh, I think, you know, this game will never be just a flat out blowout. I think Troy Calhoun's too much of a, a, a good football coach and they're, they're a nine point nine and a half point favorite air forces, but I think Lagos is the real deal. And I think I'll have success against the Falcons. Um, so I love this play. Yeah. Um, Additionally, last year was his first year starting and he had a very nice game against air force throwing t- for two fifteen, two touchdowns and running for 76 and another touchdown. So at 5.4 K, I think that's the way to go. We didn't mention, but all these over unders for these three games are between 44 and 48 points. So there's no real standout game where Vegas thinks it's going to be a shootout. Uh, so I, yeah, I completely agree that Lagos has to be one of your quarterbacks or, or your only quarterback. If you're going your route. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, so I loaded up, I have four running backs, man. I have a second quarterback. So let me go first. And that's on the other side of that game. I'm going Zach Larry the air force Falcon quarterback. Uh, you know, as expected, he's more of a runner leads the team in rushing by a lot as far as attempts and, and, um, and yardage. So I think, uh, you know, like Utah state's gonna be able to pass the ball. Some air force is going to be able to run the ball. Some, so that's what I went with quarterbacks. All right. I mean that those games, the past two years, if you haven't watched those games, I've watched both, both games, the past two years, uh, those games have been wild. They've been wild games. Um, so, uh, and I did lock up Utah state on the money line. And with the points, uh, if you listen to our picks episode, I think you did too, Nick, right? I did as well. Yeah. I followed you there. Um, Okay, so I have four running backs. You have two. I only three? have two actually. So uh, who you got, man? Shoot. My most expensive running back uh, is I'm going with Roman Hembry, the running back for the Maryland Terrapins. Thirty-one rushes, two hundred ten or two hundred twenty yards on the season. Seven point one yards a rush. Now that was playing uh, Towson and Charlotte. Virginia's defense is actually a little bit better. But if I had to, to pinpoint Virginia's defense, I think they're better at pass defense than run defense. That is why I agree. I, that's why I, I agree. Hemby can, can get his. Another thing is don't look now, but Hemby's the uh, third leading receiver on the team. Right? So, uh, well, I mean, possession wise uh, reception wise. So I, I, I just want to get him involved. So Roman Hemby, I paid up for him. 8,500 play the music. Best running back on the slate. Let's go. I have a feeling we're going to agree on the next one too. Well, I'm taking you to San Antonio, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Look, and if you're telling me that you might not have captain Harris, 
Frank Harris, their starting quarterback. I I mean, I don't think they're going to just ditch the pass game. I think they'll still pass, but I do think the run game might be a heavier point of emphasis for Jeff trailer and Kavorian Barnes, Dr. Kavorian. Yeah. Barnes. <laughs> there we go. Dr. Kavorian Barnes. <laughs> He's got over 200 yards rushing in two games, uh, back to back hundred yard games. Exactly. And like you said, I think they will run the ball even more. So this game uh, last week, he got 26 carries. So I uh, love the play at 6.6 K. Yeah. So uh, we're just got the same team here. <laughs> well, I'm done with running back. So uh, we're not going to have the same team moving forward. Well, I mean, you're making a mistake. If you're not get on over now, this is a little bit of a gamble because so Utah state ran for like a thousand yards last week. <laughs> they got guys. All right. And trying to figure out who the, uh, the top guy is can be a little bit of a, uh, a little bit, but I think this is the guy you want. Rasul phase uh, And this is a guy that against Iowa had seven rushes for 59 yards against arguably the nation's best defense. Right. Then last week, now they got, they were beating them so bad five for 95, 19 yards, a, a rush and a touchdown. They had multiple guys get, get theirs last week. Uh, D- Devon booth and Robert Briggs. Um, so a little bit of a gamble there because they have guys that have gotten, but I think, I think Fiasun is, is the real or phase on, I, sh- I should say is the real, uh, the real top dog in the backfield there. Um, so at uh, what was he four thousand? I don't understand. I think it's a bargain play. Yeah, I mean that's a it's a dart throw. <laughs> you know, you got so through two games, you have four Utah State running backs that have between eight and fourteen carries, and you have Cooper Lagasse, a quarterback, with thirteen carries. So he's actually the the number two as far as rushing attempts. Yeah. So but, with for, for me, I just steer clear. No, no, no. But you got to look at the Iowa game. All mm-hmm. right. So so Briggs only got two carries in the Iowa game. You can scratch yeah. him off. Booth, Booth in the Iowa game did have eight for thirty-three, right? Uh, where Faison or Fiason, however you pronounce this, had seven for fifty-nine. So it's more of a two-back committee. But I think Fiason has kind of separated himself. If you look at the yards per average, he's more of a home run threat to me than he's the other guys. Twelve point eight so far. I'd say that's pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he, he's had the 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 couple couple uh, sixty-yard touchdown somewhere in there. Um, He's also uh, gets the ball the most out of any of those backs in the passing game. So I like that angle as well. And at 4K, I think I think DK's sleeping on this guy a little bit. I like um, it. My other running back is a guy that I'm expecting to have a bigger game because if you watched him last year, now I know Zach Larrier and Owen Burke. Owen Burke is the new Brad Roberts. Yeah. 20, 24 for 112, but. I'm still waiting for this guy to pop off, and that's John Lee Eldridge. They've only completed three passes this season. Air Force has, and uh, one of those was to John Lee Eldridge. But uh, he's a, he's like it's like Tyrell Robinson with the Army. This is a home run threat. This is a guy uh, that I think is essential to the Air Force offense. Really get it if they're going to win nine, ten games, they have to find ways to get him the ball. So at five K, I loaded up on John Lee Eldridge. Yeah, I like it. And you know, when I say I struggled with this lineup, it's because at one point I had him in my lineup. At one point I had Burke. I I, I kind of wanted one of the Air Force running backs. Turns out at the end of the day, I didn't get either. 
So um, I think it makes sense. It's it, those, those last two guys are not surefire things, but they are kind of home run hitters. So uh, yeah, you hope that at least one of them comes through, if not both of them. Yeah, and I feel like you know the Robert Morris game. They were up by so much early. Yeah, the, the stats three, two weeks in don't represent what Johnny John Lee Eldridge is to this team. If you watch him yeah. the past two years, he pops off of screen. So, uh, wide receiver wise, talk to me. Well, this guy's gonna be chalky as hell, but I think you have to roster him because he has twenty three catches and three touchdowns through two games. That is Terrell Vaughn for Utah State. He's a fucking stud, and 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 he has a run. I believe. I believe they ran like a reverse to him. Um, Are you not playing the music? Yeah. Oh no, I'm playing oh, the music. Right. There's I no way. Right. This is like the first thing I was like, I gotta have him on the roster. Right. And I'll raise you one higher and say there's another wideout that I think you should have, even with uh, all the, uh, the 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 crazy scenario that's happening in San Antonio. Uh, well, so okay, let's play that game. So I did roster. Uh, Decorian Clark for 4.3 K. That's an interesting play because I went Joshua Cephas. Mm-hmm. Both of these guys make sense. Here's my, here's my, here's what I'm leaning. I am leaning that Eddie Lee Marburger doesn't start and it's in McCown, right? Yeah. Like I said, I was impressed with McCown when he played at Colorado, right? Either way, but if it's Eddie Lee Marburger or McCown, I think they have to throw the ball some because they have such an advantage over army with the wide receiver position. So Cephas is a baller too. The only question mark, I wasn't willing to spend that much money for him because of the question mark at quarterback. Now the De- Clark comes with his own question marks. And that's first off, it's his questionable tag because he's been injured this year. He played, I think one snap last week. So I'm assuming he's going to be back and playing the full game here. If so, Let's just say there's nobody in the 4.3 range that had eight, you know, eight touchdowns last year, over 750 yards. So if he is healthy and playing, I think he's a steal. But I'm gonna have to be paying attention close to kickoff to see if he is playing, and if not, then I can I can pivot off of him. Uh, so I only have one more guy left. Who do you have? So I got go. two. So yeah. um, I went with Maryland's tight end Corey Dykes. He has back-to-back games with six catches. I rostered him. Last week, when he was only 3.8 K, he's he's skyrocketed all the way up to 6.3 K. But I do think he's two of his little brother's uh, favorite target. So I, I actually chose him over the Maryland receivers because I could have rostered it any of them. So um, that's how much I do like Corey Dykes. Yeah, he's a beast, and uh, yeah, it makes sense. Um, my final guy, I'm taking you to that same game, Maryland, Virginia. I'm gonna take a shot on uh, Malachi Fields, who's the the possession wideout for UVA. I had the money; I could even get Malik Washington. He's a little more of the home run threat. I went Malik Washington. You know, Tony Musket's getting the start, right? I yep, yep. See, that changed my opinion because I thought the other quarterback uh, was more of the home run threat. Musket kind of a game manager, so I think Fields might be the smarter play there. They, if you look at, they both had four catches, I think against Tennessee when, when musket was the starter, uh, but fields had four for 64 as opposed to Washington's, uh, I believe what was it like four for 40? I think it was something four like for that. 29 only yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah. Malik Washington definitely had the better game against JMU where he went five for one nineteen and a touchdown. Well, that's because the other dude throws the bomb. 
<laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if musket. Uh, I don't. Patty C changed his pick by the way after the when he saw that while we were leaving last night he was like oh I'm gonna eat shit on this pick mm. um, but uh, yeah that that's my play there I don't know I don't have a great feel on anything on UVA's offense but I, I don't either but I think that sets up a pretty nice side bet because both of us could have rostered either one and we rostered the different receivers so Malik versus Malachi let's go let's go. Uh, let's hop into Saturday morning's action because this is, this is probably my favorite lineup. This is probably my favorite lineup, man. And uh, how'd you feel about Saturday morning? I like it. Uh, I like it, you know, for some different reasons. Like I went two quarterbacks, but I went cheap quarterbacks because I thought some of the guys were just underpriced and I didn't have to spend up. So this is kind of like a, a very even lineup. Like my, my lowest guy is 4.7 K and my highest guy is 7.5 K. So no big outliers, either expensive or cheap. So uh, usually I throw in like, you know, one guy, like the three to four range or, or four to 4.5 range, but this is kind of even across the board. So I like it. You, you, you go two quarterbacks. I take, it. I did. I'm back on the two quarterback wagon. And uh, yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like, you know, this is definitely the lineup. If you want to play two quarterbacks out of all of them, yeah. this is the one you want to do. In my opinion, did you go with cheaper quarterbacks like me or did you spend up? Well, I went with the best damn quarterback in all of football, Jack Plummer. <laughs> all right. Jack Plummer. As, at 6, uh, no, actually I ended up switching. I do have, I actually have a, mo- an, an, I, I have Sam Hartman as well. So mm, okay. uh, it, at 8,500. Now here's the thing. I, I originally had Plummer and Mordecai. Hmm. And I switched cause I had extra money at the end to get Hartman. And I feel like Hartman will probably throw for more. I don't know though, because Mordecai could definitely have a big game against Georgia Southern. They run, they both run the air raid. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, I trust the fact that uh, Hartman will probably have three or four touchdowns against central Michigan. Sure. And Jack Plummer is playing. Here's what's great about Jack Plummer. He's playing in that dome, which I think helps Plummer's game. And then the fact that uh, you know he's from Indiana, so he's he's playing in Indianapolis, back, back where he back where he's from, he's gonna light it up. Let's go. Well, play play the music with Plummer because he's on my roster as well. Jack Plummer, baby. So um, the two quarterbacks I went with had I had bad at least from a fantasy perspective weeks last week, which is maybe why they're underpriced. But I do think Louisville's offense is starting to really click. And I think they're going to have, have a lot of success through the year versus Indiana. So I think 6.6K for Plummer made a lot of sense. The guy you're forgetting in my second quarterback is only $100 more expensive. Riley Leonard, 6.7K. I mean, yeah, he only had 10 fancy points last week because he wasn't needed. And you saw his ability uh, against Clemson when he broke that long run for a touchdown. Riley Leonard is way too cheap at 6.7K. I think he's going to have a nice game against Northwestern. That's fair. I mean, Northwestern, nice, nice bounce back performance against UTEP. Your boys, but um, but yeah, um, yeah. I mean, so uh, that's our bet. Hartman against Leonard, huh? Well, how, what's Hartman's I'm price? Joking. Like eight point four K or something? Yeah, my, I'm joking. My guy's six point seven. That is not our bet. Uh, but uh, running back wise, look, I I love my running backs. I don't know about you. Yes. I, I, I have three. I, I wanted more, but, but I couldn't, but I, I, my three running backs. Yeah. And again, so my three running backs are okay. Well, who's your top dog? The most expensive is Braylon Allen. 
I think he bounces back uh, uh, against Georgia Southern. You know, Washington State kept him bottled up. Yeah, but Washington State's got a really good defense. Jake Dickert, that's his forte. I think he's going to get his against Georgia Southern. So Braylon Allen is the most expensive back that I play have. the music. I rostered him as well. Let's go. And then the, the dairy raid sounds all, you know, I mean, it's a great nickname, but uh, the advantage they're going to have against Georgia Southern is going to be running the football still. So Allen's going to get his. Uh, and then, I mean, if you're not rostering Trey Benson, play the music. I don't know what you're doing. Did you see? <laughs> did you see the? Go look at the box score from. And if you watched, first off, Northern Illinois outrushed Northern Illinois when they beat Boston College. I think at 170 yards rushing or something. Their running back did, but Matthew Saluka had 131 yards on the ground. Jordan Fuller had 109 yards on the ground. And I mean, this is an FCS school. Fuller was averaging 8.4 yards a carry against a power five. Wow. And then Saluka. Wow. You know, Dad. dominating them. So you're telling me there might be a little bit of rain? Oh, dude, Florida State is going to destroy them on the line of scrimmage. Trey Benson at 6,600. It just makes too much sense. Not only are they calling for rain, they're calling for wind, which could maybe even worse for passing the football. So Benson's been pretty quiet this year. You know, he, he not a great game against LSU. He wasn't needed in the blowout against USM. This is his game where he shows what he was doing last year when he ended the regular season rushing for over 100 in four or five games. Benson goes over 100 here, a couple touchdowns. Yeah, dude, he might have he might have over 100 in the first half. You only you got to worry I'm about afraid. the score. Yeah, true. I'm afraid we're going to agree on the third running back also, which means our running backs, while I love them, they might be pretty damn chalky. Well, I'm taking you back to my boy. Is that who you're talking about? I know. Yeah. Dude, Martino. this is one of the most exciting players in college football. Jahar Jordan, 14 rushes on oh. the season. Okay. Sorry. I did not roster oh. uh, Jordan. I went Damian Martinez. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a strong play, too. But Jahar Jordan, 14 rushes, 231 yards. I, I repeat. <laughs> 14 rushes, 231 yards. He's averaging just about 17 yards a carry, three touchdowns. And then, <laughs> and then in the passing game, he does things. So he's averaging uh, 16, almost 17 yards a catch. So this guy, and I think Brahms realizing that like, we got to get the ball in his hands. All right. We got to just find creative ways. He's a home run threat at all times. So we, I'm glad to see we have different running backs because Damian Martinez is on my fantasy team and he's a stud. My only thing is I think I, Sa- I like San the Diego Jordan St- play. Go ahead. I think San Diego State will try to load the box. Like San Diego State's defense, not terrible, but I feel like yeah. they're going to try to stop the run game. I don't think they're going to be successful, but that was my logic. Is Jordan's just at five five point five k? It's like they don't they're asleep at the wheel. DK is on this Jawar Jordan kid. I uh, know I agree with that, but I, I also think they're they're not showing Damian Martinez any love. Throw out yeah. the bowl game, and Damian Martinez now has eight straight games going over 100 yards. Yeah, he's a stud. He's a stud. I mean, I, so I, I that's I mean my, now now he's 6.4k, so he's 900 dollars more than Jordan. But I will double down and make another side bet against Jawar Jordan if you want. <laughs> oh boy, uh, yeah, Martinez versus Jordan. I'm kind of in a win-win scenario here because he's my fantasy running back. But uh, if, if you don't feel 
got it. We can, we can move on. Well, I didn't have the money to do Martinez. So maybe that was uh right. fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. That won't be included then. All right. So uh, do you have one more running back? No, that is all three of my running backs, Allen Benson no. okay. and Jordan. Um, Same here. Wide receiver wise. My top wide out was $5,300. How about you? Play the music Jamari thrash. Yes. What am I missing here? I mean, 10 for, 10 for 173 touchdowns. I mean, do people think Indiana has a strong defense because of the the the, the uh, Ohio State game week one? Uh, I, I think that's more Ohio State having a new quarterback and getting that offense on the same page. That's what I think. I think Louisville's offense is going to do just fine. Come I think so too. I mean, maybe you could maybe you can say Indiana's defense is better than Georgia Tech's and Murray State's, but. I don't think well, I, I would also argue that each week they get more familiar with Brahms system that the offense sure. is going to be better and better um, completely. Uh, yeah, I have them too. And uh, if you want to stay in that game, even though it's not my second highest price wide out, my guy, Kevin Coleman, I'm going to take as well. Five for 98 uh, and, a, and a touchdown. This guy, he did have a big drop. It would have been a touchdown uh, in the Georgia tech game, but He's a stud, I think. This is a Jackson State transfer, one guy that did not follow Dion. Uh so I I at uh forty five hundred, I think he's a steal, Kevin Coleman. I like it, but I did not go in his direction. Um actually I I, I just made a pivot because I had some extra money. Cause originally I had Malachi Corley at four point seven K. Um just I know he's playing Ohio State, but you know, the guy just, he's going to have a ton of catches, but he missed last week due to injury. So I don't know if he's hundred percent healthy. So I, I went and switched over to Luther burden, who I said last night, I think is going to have a big game. I think Missouri has to get him the ball for to, first to keep him happy. Cause he was, he was thinking about transferring last year after his freshman season. So Luther burden 5.9 guy. I like it. He's a stud. He pops off screen when you watch him. And I think if there's an area of weakness on the K state defense, it might be the secondary. Um, so that's something to watch there. Uh, my final player taking you back to Madison, but I'm not going with a badger. I'm going, I think Georgia Southern is going to hang tough with, with uh, Wisconsin and their offense uh, is legit. Yeah. Uh, Derwin Burgess and uh, Caleb hood. You know, Burgess is higher priced than Hood, even though Hood was the guy for them last year. So I loaded up on Caleb Hood at uh, 5,300, 13 catches, 115 yards. You got to remember that first game against the Citadel, they were up by so much they didn't need to pass. So um, I think I think they're going to be able to get theirs. And if you look at uh, really Washington State, kind of beat down Wisconsin. I don't think Wisconsin's defense is that good. So I think Georgia Southern's going to be able to get theirs offensively against the Badgers. I like it. What's his price again? Fifty three hundred. Okay, um, I like it. And you know what? I don't. I don't know if you're aware of this, but I play in two college fantasy leagues. The one league is an all Sunbelt league, and I I do have him on my team in my all Sunbelt league. Ooh. Uh, but Ooh. my last guy is uh, Brock Bowers for four point seven k. Unbelievable. I want to. I want a tight end, and Bowers is the best in the nation. And the funny thing about Georgia and Bowers is that when he's not needed, he doesn't have big games. Yeah. When he yeah. is needed, he has big games and they start sec play. Granted it's only against South Carolina and they're still 20, 
four point favorites 20, or seven point I favorites. Think, I think I saw twenty eight this morning. Yeah, yeah, but I think uh, Brock Bowers reminds people that he's the best tight end in, in the nation this weekend, and um, and and that that can be a side bet if you want. I'll take Bowers against one of your receivers in that same range. Let's let's fucking go. Um, Hood. Yeah, let's go. Or or do you want Keon uh, Coleman? No, let's go Hood. Okay, Bowers versus Hood. Let's go. Do it. Let's. That's. I think. Uh, I think that's our lineup for the main slate, huh? Yes, sir. Uh, let's. I feel, I feel pretty good about this. Let's close it out with the one that I didn't love this lineup here on Saturday night, but I'm. You said that this was your favorite lineup, so. Uh, lead off the way here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love this lineup, but you know, I do love that's that main slate also. But I like both of them. So uh, I went two quarterbacks. I'm going to start in a game that has the highest over under on the slate. That is TCU Houston. I went with the Houston Cougar quarterback for 8K Donovan Smith. Uh, yeah, now I'm going to do that. He can beat you through the air. He can beat you with his legs. He's uh what just put up over 40 fantasy points against rice. Granted, you know, it's against rice and went in overtime, but still Donovan Smith. I think there's just gonna be a lot of points. You want some action in that Houston TCU game. Agreed. Agreed. Um, uh, well, who's your second quarterback then buddy? Second quarterback. I went KJ Jefferson. I went uh, the, the Arkansas quarterback, especially with rocket Sanders missing the game. Do I need to remind you what he did in, in Provo against BYU last year? He threw for 367 and five touchdowns. <laughs> so, uh, granted, he's got a lot of new weapons this year. A lot of those receivers are gone, but um, if, if the running game stalls out, which it might, they're just going to have to pass the ball. So, KJ Jefferson. Uh, I like it. I think that's a solid play. Um, okay. Okay. Well, uh, my, I'm, I'm, I'm living on the edge on this lineup. <laughs> uh, I'm going, Graham Mertz is my <laughs> second quarterback. I just don't know that Tennessee's defense is actually good. You know, you play Virginia and you play Austin P not necessarily offensive powerhouses. So Mertz at the swamp, he had a decent outing against, uh, against Utah Threw for over 300 in that game. Yeah. So let's go. Uh, I will take, I'll take that action. Um, and I, 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 I think Florida's going to win that game. Did you take Florida as well? I definitely took the points. Yeah, for sure. All right. And you know what? I, I like the play because you know, Florida, maybe you don't agree, but they might be playing from behind and they were in the Utah game and that's why they were forced to pass so much. So uh, I think he can, he can have a, a good fantasy game, even if he doesn't, even if he's not that good in real life, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about the running back spot? Now, this is one I want to ask you because I, I hesitated here on my top price running back. I have been bouncing around between three guys and you can help me here, right? Okay. Uh, I have been bouncing around between the likes of Montreal Johnson, who is splits time with Trevor ETN yeah. and Trish, uh, Trayon Webb. Um, but he is the leading rusher for the Gators and he's averaging almost seven yards a carry. But I switched then to Tony Mathis, the Houston Cougars starting running back, who's their leading rusher, but also he gets a lot of receptions. And before that, I had CJ Donaldson as my back. But my problem with Donaldson, who I think I think West Virginia's offensive line is going to win them the game. But the problem is, is I do expect Narduzzi to load the box and make Garrett Green beat him. So 
I ended up going Tony Mathis at 6,300. Do you think I made the right play? Well, I like a guy that's even more expensive. Do you have another hundred dollars to spare? I do. I like Amani Bailey, TCU's running back. You you saw him go. What did he do against Colorado? Fourteen for one sixty four. Yes, Trey Sanders is going to get carries, but I I said it in our DFS pod for week one or week zero or whatever it was. Bailey is better than Sanders, and uh, I, I needed a piece of TCU. I I didn't go their quarterback or receiver, so I went Amani Bailey at six point five k. Mm. I think we have our battle because I think Houston's going to beat TCU. So I will take Tony Mathis Jr. and we have our battle of bourbon on the like on it. the line here. Um, I, I think I think Houston can win that game. Well, first off, I don't think they will, but they could. But that doesn't mean TCU is it still isn't going to put up you know thirty something points. I mean, I think both teams will. And yeah, so yeah. you need pieces on both teams. <laughs> well, I have Matt. We're we're arguing Mathis, the other starting running back for Houston, True. or or uh, the TCU running back. So I love, like it. Um, I also, you know, you brought up Sam pulled pork Pittman and KJ Jefferson a little while ago. My second running back, we know rocket Sanders is out. So AJ green, I actually think the key to Arkansas winning this game is dominating the line of scrimmage, which Pittman is a former offensive line coach. So AJ green at uh 5,500 is my play. Did you wrote, did you roster him? Yeah, he was in my lineup at one point, but Yes, he is going to start the game, but other guys get carries there too. So uh, originally I had him in my lineup. I moved him out. Uh, you know who I put in there instead was Nebraska's running back, Gabe, Gabe Irvin. Jr. I almost rostered Irvin, but my <laughs> thing is if Sims starts, like, does Northern Illinois just load the box? Either way, I think the Mac school, I think that the Big Ten school is going to have success running against the Mac school. And I mean, I'd love that side bet too, especially because they're the same price. Oh boy, I don't know. I mean, wait, the side bet of, of who and who? The uh the Arvin yeah. against Green. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. Uh all right. So my uh third running back, and I'm wondering if you do you have a third running back? I don't. Four receivers. Four receivers actually worked well for me last week. So I went back to the well. Ah, okay. Well, uh, there's a bargain play out there at 5,500 as well in LaQuint Allen, Syracuse's running back. I thought about him. I don't think Purdue's defense is any good. So <laughs> I think LaQuint Allen, who uh, 24 rushes, 127 yards. You got to remember, there were four, he has four touchdowns on the season. He also got a couple catches. I think and he's he hardly guy. played last week because he wasn't needed. Yeah, uh, either the first week, either against Colgate. So they've been blowing out people. I think he has a big game, and, and uh, they look they look to get him. And I think uh, Aronde Gadsden's injured, so I think they might try to find creative ways getting Allen the ball. Uh, I do like to play uh, again. He was one of the guys I was considering as well. Uh, wide receiver wise, you have four wideouts, and I only have three. Take me to your top. My top out. guy is uh, Ricky Pearsall, six point six k. Again, underpriced by DraftKings. I rostered him when he was the same price against Utah Week One. He had eight for ninety two, just barely missed out on a touchdown. I think he was open, and and, and Mertz missed him. But uh, if Pearsall is in this range, I'm going to roster him, plain and simple. Uh, yeah, I didn't have enough money for him, but I can't knock the play too much. Uh, so, uh, yeah, makes sense for me. Um, my top wideout is I'm taking you to, I've told you I'm high on Houston. 
Matthew Golden. He's fucking golden. 6,700. I think Houston beats TCU at TDECU Stadium. I'm sorry. Beats. T- yeah. Yeah. There we go. And uh, I actually have a little bit of a stack because I got Joe Manjack also uh, at 5,300 with him. So I, well, I, I love it because I have the other Houston receiver, the, the, the one who leads the team and catches Samuel Brown back to back 100 yard games, 6.4K. The difference is that Golden, I think, has three or four touchdowns on the year. Brown has yet to find pay dirt. That is positive touchdown regression. I think Brown's going to be the best Houston receiver come Saturday. We night. got a lot of battles of bourbon here. Well, uh, Brown versus Golden. Let's go. I only have one player left then, so you need to give away some. All right. Uh, the other re- receiver I have is Old Mrs. Jordan Watkins. Uh, last week, six for one eleven, partially because Trey Her- Trey Harris, who was you know just went bonkers the first six quarters of the season, he was hurt in that game, didn't play the second half. He's currently questionable, did not practice Tuesday. Jordan Watkins is going to have a decent day regardless, but if Trey Harris doesn't play, oh. I got him too. There you go. It makes a lot of sense. And Georgia, uh, can Georgia Tech hang around this game or no? You know, I I ended up laying the points. That was at eighteen or so, but I didn't feel great about it. Ole Miss is going to win. They're going to win by double digits, but you know, it, it might be by seventeen or twenty-one. I, I don't feel great about it, but I laid the points. Yeah. Um, my last guy. Yeah, I'm about to say my team's done. Who who's yours? This is my punt play of the week. He is $3,000. And if you're not familiar with DraftKings, $3,000 is the cheapest price you can spend on anybody. And he's in that same game. He's a yellow jacket. He's a true freshman. His name is Eric Singleton Jr. <laughs> and uh, look, the first game, three for 69 in a touchdown. I'm sorry, no, the first game was two for 34 in a touchdown. That was a Louisville game. And then he followed that up with three for 69 in a touchdown. So pretty decent start to his collegiate career. Let's take a hell of a shot at, I like at, at it. Eric Singleton Jr. I like it. I like it, folks. <laughs> uh, and that's our show. Look, we invite you to come play DFS with us. You can follow uh, NC Nick on on Twitter at NC underscore underscore N I C K. He'll tweet out an invite, but also uh, we'll retweet it from our, the College Football Experience Twitter account at TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. I'll try to retweet it as well. And uh, yeah, give us a follow. Uh, wherever podcasts can be found is you'll find the college football experience. Uh, make sure to check out our week three picks where we went ATS. We picked every single game, every single FBS game on the, uh, on the week three slate. We do this each and every, we've been picking every game for years. Um, also check out the FCS college football experience, which will be going live at uh, 5 PM today. And uh, th- we'll be back on this show at noon or around around noon, maybe uh 12, 12, 10 PM Pacific, uh, as CJ Sullivan, we got a, uh, we got a college football weekend bombs edition, uh, coming today as we talk about some of the biggest matchups this Saturday in the FBS, but also, like I said, FCS later that night when we're watching the Memphis Navy game and the Bethune Cookman, Miami game, we got it all folks. Uh, so check us out. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. If you can hop on over there, that always matters. Um, so do that and also subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. This is the hub for all of our shows. Once again, 
college football experience, the FCS college football experience, the college basketball experience. When the season tips, we're here each and every night of the season talking about games. Uh, also, the college baseball experience with Noah Beanick, and we now have the Big Twelve experiences. They got a a great episode that I was a guest on talking about the backyard brawl that's happening Saturday. We all those are our se- separate podcast feeds. Go subscribe to all those, but we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Uh, also check out the sports gambling podcast as they take down, uh, you know, every NFL game ATS. So check out that and uh, yeah, get the SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store and uh, come talk, come talk DFS with us in the discord. All right. Sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. And yeah, that's our show folks until next time. This is the college football experience. Week three DFS style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.